hard to block shots when you're knocking the zone. That's, that's, oh, that's true. Fair. Yeah. Damn. Hard to block shots when yeah, you score goals. So. The <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Well played. Well played. in deep episode number 74 i'm your co-host connor thelman and i'm your co-host james murray we got colgate on the pod today mm. with coach borges and alex young um connor what else what do we got going in the pod today though what are we talking about besides hashtag go gate yeah <laughs> um and uh raiders of the gate or what is it uh, guardians of the gate guardians the boys of the gate. Here. yeah and uh, borges mustache here but yeah it's it's coming along it's i think he's got potential <laughs> uh looks like he had you know clean stubble for today but yeah we have uh you know, the recent, the most recent ECH bump proof that it's officially back is mm-hmm. uh, our guy, Dana Borges, got promoted to associate head coach there. He's been with Colgate. I think he's had five years, volunteered yeah, yep. uh, one year in 2016. But, you know, it's a great guy, a lot of knowledge of the game. So he's going to be batting first here. And then uh, hit number two in Jeter's spot is the leading scorer for these Colgate Raiders, Alex Young. Uh, you know, the only draft pick on the roster, he's playing with his brother Colton there. So a lot of good stories, but had a pretty good year, you know, despite, you know, they had a condensed schedule. Yeah. Only three teams are going against. And obviously, you know, it's tough just being in a new system like that. So uh, another great kid there, Alex Young, AJ, HL product. We're getting a lot of those yeah, we are. lately, I feel like. Yeah. They and sponsor uh, us now that we can make money. Honestly, let's go to the AJ. Um, let's go <laughs> get some footy there because yeah, uh, they're, they're blowing up. Uh, but yeah, another great kid there. So we got Alex Young and Dana Borges. Uh, representing Colgate University, it, you know, team on the rise. They have a new rink. It looks sick. Yeah, like they're they're going to be playing everybody. So look out, Harvard. Look out, Cornell. Uh, Quinnipiac. I mean, everybody is going to be on watch here. Uh, hoping nothing but the best for hashtag Go Gate. We we might workshop that still. I don't know. We're <laughs> really excited. pushing for. I I don't Maybe. mind it. I don't mind it. Okay, but it's it's not bad. So yeah, just good interviews coming up. So you want to stick around for that. But let's briefly touch on you know what's happened. Uh, in the last week of hockey news, uh, mm-hmm. the first one, college hockey news, NCAA announced yesterday that every athlete in the country will be able to make money from endorsements and through a variety of other ventures starting today. We're recording this Thursday, so starting July 1st. That's crazy. Didn't yeah. think that would happen in, you know, in, in two years, three years, four years. Like I saw, you know, they, they said like eventually in the last court case right. that we're reading about. Uh, and then, yeah, so it's starting today. Apparently, I think that's just like endorsement deals. Like it's not, they're not going to be paying players, you know, in recruiting. I no, but we saw happen. who was it? Ugh, I can't, I'm blanking on the guy's uh, Oklahoma football coach. I mean, he's pulling like Ferraris on the field to help recruiting and stuff already. Like the second it got approved. So, right. Like um, they're going to figure out ways to, you know, make some serious dough. And especially I got, like he, Alex Young mentioned that when we asked him the question, he said football and, and basketball, obviously it's going to be bigger yeah, yeah. out of the gates here. But I mean, you're thinking, Teams wouldn't, you know, bring out a Ferrari for Cole Caulfield mm. in Wisconsin to get him to your team. You never know, man. Like it's, these these NTDP kids coming in, you know, any high draft. I don't pick. think St. Thomas is just throwing SoFo TikToks on the board when recruits are walking through. I Damn mean, right. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to make some money and, you know, <laughs> play some college hockey. You can do it here. Like we got the talent. So, yeah, maybe players can get paid for TikToks, YouTubes. I mean, like Ferraro had a YouTube page during yep. his time. He could have monetized that at UMass. Pat Shake could have done the same thing. Now he's got twenty two thousand subscribers. I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah, like yeah. why not get paid for your own likeness? You're already risking your body to you know represent your school in a good way. And he bucks. Yeah, I mean, crazy what you're doing. Yeah, why not get paid? So yeah. that's uh, awesome that that happened. 
Uh, number two I got here is the Habs are in trouble, James. Yeah, they, it's not looking good. Yeah, Caulfield, when he doesn't score, they don't win. That's just a fact. And I've lost a fair amount of money on them this week already. So. Yeah, it is tough. I don't, I mean, going back to Montreal, maybe something happens. I hope changes. so. I hope so, man. It's, I don't know. I want a good series, but uh, it's cool that he's playing for the cup. But it uh, looks like, I mean, we got some guys on Tampa Bay that will be winning a cup most likely that played college. So it's yeah, all, all good for programs. Shout out Blake Coleman. Nasty. Rask. Gino we're going to throw yeah. together today. You know, shout out to back in his Miami days. We did the same like Superman goal I was seeing. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that. It's literally, it looks identical. No, like, that, yeah. Carey Price didn't stand a chance and it's Carey freaking Price. Mm-hmm. So just uh, a tough look there for our Habs. But uh, I mean, did I say Lightning were going to win last week? I mean, everyone yeah, said that, deal. the whole okay. country. Yeah. yeah. Hey, come on. Pump my tires a I little can't. bit. I can't. That's just an easy one. Man. All right, moving on, my guy. So we also got uh, <laughs> Robert Morris. We're going to keep talking about him because they're yeah. back in the news. They hired uh, Jeffrey Kessler is going to be the uh, representing them now in this court case, which is huge because he recently led to a 9 nothing Supreme Court victory against the NCAA. That's why we're seeing the news that they're going to pay players for endorsements now. Yep. So they got him. He also represented Tom Brady and deflate gate. I mean, this guy's done everything. Like I he's mean, re- representing the NBA and the MLB save Brady. So yeah, yeah. Inflating footballs guys like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> this one's me. So basically, uh, Dr. Howard, you are, I want to, we There's, can't swear that you're fucked, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you are done. And he should have known this. Like you can't go against uh, a winning program. That's, you know, what barely losing any money. If that, and you know, like and you can't just kick players. They to sent the side. was it three or four players to the W NWHL draft. Um, I mean, yeah, another another news uh, and NWHL draft happened. I think that was Wednesday. Yep, was yeah, it? Was night, yeah. uh, Quinnipiac shout out Taylor Gerard went number one overall. Uh, had a pretty great year for Quinnipiac there. I think she had what was it like thirteen goals or something this last year. Yeah, it's a flex. Just went off and made a little highlight video for her, so you can check that out on our page. Uh, but yeah, so a lot She's of coming on the pod too. Just a little. Ooh, a little preview, a little yeah, sneak preview. peek yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, so shout out to Taylor. I mean, shout out to every woman that was drafted in that. You know, let's grow the game. That's that's awesome. It was blown up on social media. Yeah, so that was, yeah, that was cool that was to good. see. Uh, so go follow their pages if you want to check that out. Uh, also, in more news and just like announcements, we had Adam Fox. Mm. Shout out ECAC. Yeah, winning the Norris Trophy. That's huge. That's huge. It was big. Unfortunately, it wasn't Kale. He didn't get the ECH bump from us, but he doesn't need it. Yeah, he, I, he'll be back in the running. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be his last Norris he's going for. So exactly. And right. at least it was a college hockey guy. Yeah, know. that's huge. Good for the brand. Let's keep it that way. Uh, keep her there. Um, and then what else we got? You want to describe the Jacob Slavin raffle we got going right now? Yeah. So basically, um, you can you can go and buy as many tickets as you want for the raffle. It's five dollars per ticket. Um, you're going to Venmo J Gates nineteen ninety eight. Um, or PayPal, same same name there. But uh, what you're doing basically is we're using that money for the raffle to buy the jersey, obviously, but then all proceeds will go to the Children's Hospital in which we are providing a transfer uh, kids in the hospital and their families um, to go to a maybe, you know, a wild game, an avalanche game, whatever it may be, NHL um, or a college game. So, um, but that's what that extra money is going to. We are partnering with Triumph together. Um, we'll be working with them for the foreseeable future for a while, but uh, working with, you know, Children's Hospitals in every state, uh, pair them with uh, pro athletes of all sports uh, and division one athletes. So um, we appreciate you guys' support. So it's just $5 per ticket and you can win a signed jersey from um, just a nasty defenseman in the NHL, former CC guy. Yeah, another uh, college hockey Slayton. goat. Yeah, so please, uh, you know, we'll post about it again tomorrow. It does run through the rest of the week. So you have two more days to buy that ticket or a couple tickets. I'd buy like 10 if you could, but. Yeah, why not get a dozen? Send a kid and his family to a hockey game who's, you know, battling a tough time right now. So all for a good cause. It's through Triumph together, our partner over there. Um, but yeah, we'd appreciate the support. 
Yeah. And if you win, I mean, that's less than what it would cost for, obviously, jersey. Like, they're more like 200 bucks. Yeah. And you're winning for what, five, 10, 20 Sign J from like, just a beauty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, why not? It's a win win. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to that. Uh, go check out Triumph Together, our post. You want to get a raffle ticket. Uh, and also, last but not least, today we're recording. It's Canada Day. It is Canada Day. Yeah. Shout out to On the Bench, I think is the first one I want to say. The Ghosts. And we had I Young mean, today. We had New Hook last week. I mean, true. Some Canada boys. We so. are a pro Canada podcast. Like, yeah. We're not anti Canada. Never been to Canada. You haven't? I have not yet. I don't think actually I have. What am I saying? I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we should go. But yeah, happy Canada yeah. Day to everyone. We are as recording on the Thursday here on the first. But uh, yeah, they they do hockey, right? I mean, we are USA first, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. just because okay. it comes with the territory. Yeah, but uh, shout out to Canada. Um, You know, you guys are doing some good things. <laughs> shout out to Canada. Like you don't really mean <laughs> I don't know why I threw it in. I don't know. I was like, it is Canada Day. I'm seeing a lot of hockey posts. So yeah, yeah I thought that yeah. was cool. It was social media day yesterday. So shout out to us, I guess. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> It was. I was like, what is this? You know, uh, whatever. Every but day's got to have a name. Yeah. yeah. Um, every day's got to have a name. Just like these players, everybody's got to get paid. Um, you know, how can you do this if you're not a Division One athlete with a great TikTok following like Joey Sofo? Where could you win some money potentially? Well, if you want to win money and support the boys here at ECH, get some more college hockey content. All you got to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Um, bet on any team of your choice, preferably probably the Lightning this week. Probably, but yeah, uh, yeah you're gonna want to use promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and that's it, folks. Wow, that was mm-hmm. not bad. And now, Dana Borges. All right, welcome back to Pucks in Deep. We've got episode number seventy-four here, and a big guest. Hard to follow, Alex Newhook, but we're going to a program that. We really haven't touched on too much. At least we haven't had a podcast yeah. from Colgate here. Going to the ECAC Gritty Conference. And that's right. We got Dana Borges joining us. Dana, how are you? Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan and uh, cool to be here. Oh, man. Hey, congrats on the, the new gig here. It's, it sounds like you're back in Colgate. Yeah. Associate head coach there and uh hot guest. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we didn't have to give you the ECH bump. It just happened. Like, <laughs> congratulations on the promo. Uh, how how you feeling this morning with, you know, with the whole program? How does it feel to be in this? you know, associate head coach for a division one program. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit surreal. And uh, I just, I've, you know, kind of been at Colgate uh, for like five, six years now, between yeah. my volunteer year and, uh, and just working my way through here. And, uh, you know, C- coach Vaughn has put, put a lot of trust in me and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And uh, I love Colgate Hamilton, New York has become my home. And uh, just to be able to see, it takes time, right? Like to see your program evolve and where it's going and, you know, our, our rink's five years old now. So just to see everything evolve and our, our the new player pool we're, we're diving into and all that, it's just very exciting and uh, uh, excited to, you know, be part of it for a long-term process here. Yeah. I got to ask right away, just, you know, you talk about the new rink and stuff, but how is the, how has the recruiting process been with COVID and everything? Like, has it been just an absolute challenge to get <laughs> to recruit, yeah. you know, without games and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Uh, luckily, like if this happened to me three years ago when I first got here, I'd yeah. be in big trouble. But, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think right now we're in such a good spot. Like we returned 22 of the boys and, uh, huge. you know, we, we got large numbers in 12 of that 22, 15 are freshmen and sophomores. So, um, like wow. we, we're, we're in a good spot, right? Like we're not, uh, having to get large numbers right now. And yeah, it was tough. Like everything was through video and doing a lot of zooms and, uh, you know, selling yourself from uh, you know, a couple thousand miles away, depending on where kids are. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's nice that, uh, that challenge is over. I think we learned a lot. Like we learned, you know, how we can be better when we aren't able to get on the road and how we can make ourselves more accessible to kids and made videos and made things that, uh, really highlight who we are and 
just a, it's just one more tool, right? Like at first it was like, all right, this, this stinks, but now it's something that is an asset to our program that when coupled with, you know, get your feet on the ground out on the road. Now it's a, it's a big sell to be able to use some of the technology that we put in place. That's huge. What, I mean, like how has this uh, off season been for you? Like coming from a COVID year where you guys were one of the only, I think four teams in the ECAC <laughs> remaining playing, yeah. you know, like what are you most excited for this year? Is it just, you know, having a full schedule, having fans back in the building? Like what yeah. gets you fired up here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited just for our boys to have uh, like that, that full slate, right? Like the ECAC is so unique and like the travel partners, like mm-hmm. you know how it works, like where you play one team Friday, one team Saturday and just the, oh, the yeah. rivalries and going to different hotels on the weekends and, you know, going from, you know, Harvard to Yale to Dartmouth, like all, like just all the, the, the tradition that comes with our league and, and our boys being able to experience that uh, firsthand because, you know, our freshman class of last year obviously didn't get to experience it. And then our incoming freshmen have no clue either. So we'll have half our team that's uh, uh, never experienced just to see them going to new rings. And then that's the fun part, right? Like just the, the experience that you get uh, playing in For the sure. ECAC, uh, a pretty historic league. So I think that's what I'm excited to see our boys have fun with it. I'm with you yeah just like a lot of kids like their freshman year this, they're like this is college hockey like no <laughs> this is it's a lot different and that's kind of like what you're hearing in every locker room like seniors have to you know step up and be like just trust me it's going to get better basically yeah yeah and just you know get, get our fans back in the rink and you right. know, there's some pretty good exactly. fan groups in the ecac and just so that they can start seeing it again and um yeah all, all that together like just just getting the fun back of it right like obviously it was great to play but you lack a little bit of that fun that goes involved with being a college hockey player. Cause that's why, you know, college right. hockey is, you know, the competition, the, the, the energy, it's just, it's a blast, right? Yeah. Get the band back in there, you know, students yeah, on top of you. Yeah. I mean, we've asked a lot of players this, like, how is it playing in front of it? What's it like to stand behind the bench though with no fans? Like, yeah, it's gotta that's be a good hard question. to get the boys going. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it is like, you gotta like, I feel, I mean, that's, I mean, I, my role on game day is very little. Like I say, it's players day, right? Like right. just let them go. And like, you know, I, my pom-poms were a little bit bigger this year. You're going to be cheering the guys on that much harder. Cause yeah, there's, there's no one there to, to cheer against you, to yell yeah. for you. Like there's, it's so hard to generate energy like that. And that's a word we use all the time, energy. And like, how do you, how do you sustain it and consistently have it? And without that, the, the buzz and the band, like that's, it was, it, it was tough, but you know, again, I think it made coming out of it. Like I was so proud of our school for putting us on and being able to play and like our administration for doing that. Like it's, we're way better off for it you know yeah that's huge yeah a lot of teams especially like at the ivy league just shuts down right away like what was you know what was that kind of rivalries that you guys built up last season like you saw in the nhl this year with you know canada having their own uh bracket or whatever or bubble excuse me and then like you guys played i'm looking at the schedule right now st lawrence like six times quinnipiac a bunch clarks and a bunch like how was that like were guys just ready to drop the gloves every game oh (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was awesome like some of our coaching staffs were going across the ice and we're all friends so so it was awesome just to see that but like yeah you knew everyone's first name like you knew everyone that we're gonna do like it was all you know probably everyone everyone knew what was gonna happen power plays pks so um at some point it would just go out there and grind it out uh and yeah it was was great for us like we were so young and got such great experience like you know, playing those three teams that just on any given night, anyone can beat anybody. Um, you know, the development that occurred playing at that high pace every day, like there, there was no down day. Um, and that, that was super cool, but yeah, there was, uh, there were some days where I think, uh, some guys, some guys <laughs> needed to just go at it if we could, but obviously we can't. 
Yeah. We're, well, we are. I mean, we could ask that question eventually, but why don't we just get into it now? Yeah. Uh, should fighting be allowed to call a chalk you? We're trying to get signatures on everybody. You don't have to say <laughs> yes or no, but like we're just trying to get, you know, put some fans in the seats. They want to see people drop the mitts. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I mean, there, there's a whole lot that would come into it. Like yeah. speaking from a liability. <laughs> right. <that>. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that we set ourselves apart. Like that's the other, you know, college hockey from major junior and things mm-hmm. like that. Like because it's, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of skill there. Like you know, the ECAEC is a gritty league. Like it's hard to play and it's tough to play in. Uh, but I mean, there's so much skill within our league. Like you look at, I mean, Adam Fox just just won yeah. you know, the Norris. Right. Like you know, guys that you have like that that we see on a daily basis. And I think you know our league does a really good job of. Uh, allowing us to be, you know, an offensive league. And I think if you add some stuff like that, that maybe you just take away a little bit of the offense, because then you're going to have to bring in players for roles and different mm. things like that. Like, I, I love where the skill at is of our league. Like, we see kids, whether it's, you know, it's on our team or other teams, that you're just like, wow, like these kids are, you know, I mean, there's, there's a reason that 33% of college hockey is coming, you know, going into the NHL right now. So, um, yeah, probably, probably would say stuff. no, I'm down on that, but uh, <laughs> I see the fan side of it. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. I mean, maybe just the CCHA. Let them go. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the National League where pitchers hit, you know, you're yeah. like, all right, you step into their barn, you're going to chuck yeah, league mitts. By league. Okay, I can buy into that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it there. I do want to go back to the point where, you know, you're talking about playing different schools on a Friday and Saturday night, and that's kind of only in the ACAC, yeah. but how, you know, we talked to players on this, but how hard is it, how hard is it as a coach to like prepare for two different teams in the same weekend? Yeah, it's, right. it's interesting, right? And I think it you can overcomplicate it because, you know, you can be too focused on your opponent, whether yeah. it's Friday or Saturday. And I think it helps us as our staff, like, we got to be the best versions of us, right? Like, we got to make sure it's the best Colgate team for Friday, Saturday. And yeah, there's going to be little nuances. Okay, what, what do we do to, to work against RPI or, or Union or whatever it may be? But I think it really helps us get into that groove of making sure the boys know that we're preparing to be the best Colgate and not mm-hmm. preparing to beat you know, team X, if that makes sense. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a little more work from a coaching staff standpoint, because you've got to, you got to cut more film, you got to cut all these things. Like, you know, it's, it's hours of work for, you know, three minutes of, of show for the boys. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's fun because it's, uh, it, it just, it's a, it's a one game series and that's what it comes down to in the tournament, right? Like you just got to yeah. win one game when you get to that level. Absolutely. So it, it helps us all year long prepare for it is you got to be ready for that game. And, you know, if we get to a regional or whatever, that's it. You play one game, you play another, and then you're in a frozen four. That's a good point. Yeah, just get pucks that. deep at the end of the day. Oh, I just mm-hmm. thought it's yeah, it's just yeah. different than than I don't know CCHA or NCHC where you're just preparing for a series, and that's the right. Same team, so, well, I think you go crazy yeah. trying to prepare for both teams in back to back days. <laughs> yeah, just kind of keep it simple, like you said. But yeah, I'll, and it gets balanced, right? Like we're balanced. We play everybody twice, so yeah. it's the, the easiness True. of the league, I think, is super cool too. There's that. I, I kind of want to just back it up. Like, what's, uh, you know, you played college hockey at Stonehill College. Like, what made yeah. you want to become a, a hockey coach and specifically coach in, in college, you know, after your. Yeah, I think, I mean, I always knew that, like, just working with people and uh, being in some sort of, you know, I wanted to go into law and, like, that's where I thought I was going and then just had the opportunity okay. to go play pro hockey. And, and then it kind of just all fell into my lap. Like, I took over as a hockey director. And actually got to work uh, back at Stonehill. My, my dad became the head coach there. He wasn't my coach at Stonehill, but my first coaching job in college was working with my dad, which is a, a super cool opportunity. So got to do that. And, um, I, you know, I just I, I put a lot into the game as a player and it just kind of fell, you know, the way I wanted it to go into into coaching and uh, came back to Stonehill coach there and. 
and then that's where you know after a few years we won a championship and i was like i, I need to take that next step and did the volunteer year at colgate and it's kind of all fell into place from there and you know just trusting in the process and you know it's, it's a grind right like you gotta you gotta commit to a lot as a coach you know especially early on knowing that you're going to be broke that you're going to have to make it work somehow. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I got fortunate that, you know, I am where I am, but uh, I think coaching has been in my family. It's been in, you know, kind of my pedigree. So I was always around it. Like my dad coached high school all my life. So um, just at a rink being around it. I think that that obviously has something to do with it. Just a rink, right? I mean, you're at the rink right now. That's what, <laughs> that's what a D1 coach does. Just, you know, the job doesn't stop yeah. in the off season, which people don't get. Like we were talking to, D Mike for UMass, like as soon as they won the national championship, and then we have a podcast with him the next day at like yeah. well, like nine in the morning. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's, <laughs> and he's recruiting, trying to get people to stay. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, hold on. No, it's never like it's you know the day uh, you know it's recruit daily or, or you're done. Like it's a daily thing, and it's not just with your you know the future guys; it's your current guys too. Like yeah, I think that's half of what my phone's doing all day is like just connecting with our guys, connecting with our future guys, connecting with guys we hope we're gonna get because. It's just about the relationships and the trust, and that—that's—that's that's what it comes down to. So yeah, it's it, it's nonstop stuff. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's getting just more and more competitive every day. And all college sports is is recruiting, but uh, why why Colgate? Why are players looking at Colgate? Why do they want to come to Colgate? Yeah, Colgate's got a special niche, right? So it's the what I would say probably you know the best, if not one of the best uh, academic schools in the country. Like the degree that you come out of here with is is incredible. Like the alumni and the support that you get, and just how um, you know how, how how connected everybody is is, is really cool. Um, and then on top of it, it's uh, you know it's a Division One hockey program, and we differ ourselves a little bit because you know we have the ability to have scholarships compared to you know Ivy League schools are unbelievable schools as well, but we have scholarships compared to the Ivies, and and that's where I think our, our little special niche is right. Like yeah. no matter what you are, True. business, you know, hockey, you got to be good at what you are, and I think that that's our special brand is you know attracting kids that wanna that don't want to have to choose. Do I have to be a high end student or do I have to be a high end hockey player? Like you can pursue both avenues here. I mean, we got guys that, you know, go on and play in the NHL and we got guys that go on and play some pro hockey and then become doctors. So I think that's the cool part about why kids come to Colgate and, you know, and yeah. Plus, I mean, that new rink, were you there for when that got put in? Was it 2016? So it's five years old. Like, were you there? Yes, cool, cool process for me. So that was my volunteer year. So we started off the year okay. in, in the old star rink, which is a, mm-hmm. just a sick little old barn. And uh, <laughs> so we practiced there for like the first four weeks. And then like two weeks before the season, we packed up our stuff and walked over to the new rink. So, you know, as a coach recruiter, like this is the rink I've been working at. So that's, it's, you've seen huge dividends in, in what this rink has done for our program. Yeah, it looks. Can we get a quick uh, little glimpse? I mean, you're at the rink right now. Show the people. Yeah, yeah. What we're working yeah, yeah. with so here. We're in our little lounge area here, like up in a little suite that they have, Ooh, and then uh, you know overlooks the ice. Ice is coming wow. back in this week. They got the the chillers on, which is pretty cool. But uh, love yeah, it. It's, a, it's an unbelievable facility that that we have here in the middle of Hamilton, New York. And we got to get out there. I love. I just love the Colgate stapled on the back wall there. Yeah, no, just good advertising. Low yeah. ball there. I that's got a pack simple that and like yeah, just you can tell. Yeah, it's fancy. perfect size for us. Like it's a little under three thousand, and mm-hmm. you know our school is right around that. And then we get great support from the town. Uh, so you know the the boys when it's here, it, it feels like it's a you know an NHL rink. Like the the stands are super steep. Yeah, um, that's what you need. And, and yeah, and that, that area that you saw with the Colgate, like that's the student section. And there's standing room behind there, so that's where we shoot twice. So you know the kids are up against the glass, and Perfect. it's uh, 
they, they did a really nice job with the design of it and, and making it feel like a, a pro hockey facility you know, on a college campus. Yeah. That definitely helps recruiting too. And being yeah. on campus. Yeah. I mean, that's all, it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's big. What it would doesn't, you, doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> nah. What would you say is like a game? Like if we had to pick one to go out there and watch, like who's your biggest rival? Or like when do the fans really get the rowdiest there? Yeah. I think a cool weekend that you would want to come for, because you could, you could probably catch two games is when we play, mm-hmm. uh, when we play Cornell, uh, that's our, that's our big rival. And, yep. uh, it's about an hour and a half to Ithaca. So we play Friday, Saturday, like one here, one there. Uh, so you could, oh, you know, God. and line is an unreal atmosphere too. So you, you could get to see both rings, both, both teams. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's, 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 that's it's why you play college hockey for games like that. Uh, oh yeah. You know, again, against that rivalry. Yeah. We're, we're pumped just as any team just to get fans back in there. So we can get some footage. Like yeah, people right. forget how crazy it is to go to a, a college hockey game where it's just absolutely buzzing in the arena. Like, <laughs> Yeah, God, no, that's we it. want and it. It's like it's these kids, like in the you know all they're like you just go through the list of ECAC schools, and it's just awesome facilities, like awesome fans, and uh, yeah, it's just it's cool to be a part of. Yeah, as a coach, uh, what do you think is your favorite arena to travel to in the ECAC? Uh, favorite arena to travel to it all depends on what we're talking like environment like some of them have <laughs> you know coaches' rooms are better than others. Oh yeah, freezing. <laughs> uh, like environments. Um, I think going to the North Country is a lot of fun. Like going to play Clarkson and St. Lawrence, mm-hmm. that's probably one of my favorites. One because they're right there, so you don't have to. You stay at the same hotel, so which is cool because nice. they're just right down the road from each other. Yeah, uh, Clarkson's pretty cool because their band's awesome, and you know you have to walk across the ice to get to the bench, and they're just like yelling at you the whole time <laughs> as you're coaching. Like you're literally waddling out there to make sure you don't eat it. Uh, so I sitting really duck. clap for you when you get to the bench, so it makes me feel good. Um, and they, yeah, they just they just have a really good atmosphere. And then uh, St. Lawrence is just a super old traditional uh, rink. They did some upgrades, and it's awesome. But uh, that, that's a fun little series to go to up there in North Country. Okay, yeah, we got to check out all those. I mean, we haven't really been up to the East Coast much. Yeah, but I think you know, yeah. this year, the next year, it's it's coming. That's so. the plan. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to make it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it'd be awesome. And everything's so close. Like our our furthest drive is only about five hours, six hours. So it's that's not like, everything's really accessible oh, yeah. in this league. No, that's that's nice for players, coaches, everything. Versus some other conferences, you're traveling at least seven hours. Oh like, gosh, yeah. yeah. Your it's it's, uh, it's super it's super convenient for the guys, uh, you know, in terms of rest and recovery mm-hmm. and all that, and school and everything. Yeah, no, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. What about uh, I mean the breaking news? So yesterday, I think the biggest one was your promotion. So shout out to you. But uh, also <laughs> the NCAA announcing you know that every athlete in the country now is able to make money from endorsements or. They said a variety of other ventures starting Thursday. Like, what is that? Uh, what is your thoughts on that? You know, as a coach in Division One sports. Yeah, I think I'm learning about it. Like, I just, uh, I, I honestly don't have enough knowledge of understanding. Like, my job now Fair. is to, just like anything else, like how can I help my players benefit from this new ruling? Like, what can we do to help them? I know a lot of it has to stem from them. Like, it's not things that we can promote from what I understood, but right. like, how can I educate mm-hmm. the boys so that they can you know, reap some benefits off of it. And, and as they should, right. They, they work hard. They, they have talents and uh, you know, our schools promoting them and like if they can promote themselves and uh, be able to benefit from that, I'm all for it. I mean, everything that they can do to, to help themselves like that, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, they, they've earned the right to be here to play in this league, to play on this program. And yeah, so that education, I don't really have a good answer to what is like, I just have to educate myself so I can educate the guys and 
they can get ahead of it and, and go from there. And I don't know how it can help them become TikTok famous or anything. <laughs> like that. I know that's probably the avenue that half of them are going to try to go on. It. Yeah, yeah, you can film their dances, you know. Just, just be, a, <laughs> be the cheerleader, like you said. Get the pom-poms going. Uh, that's it, oh man. Pump them up. COVID, I know we had, uh, I, I was embarrassed watching some of these things that they showed me. Uh, uh, showing up to Matt Verboon and uh, Arnaud with Sean. Like, they, they had these TikTok videos going all the time. Like We got to dig those up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, I hope there are shots forever. Oh God! Yeah, there's there's a lot in college hockey TikTok. I don't know what it is. Just the boys. Maybe it was get, quarantine. I don't get it either. They explain it to me, and it's probably best that they didn't. Yeah, no, I don't oh, know. God. It does help with recruiting, though. I mean, if you're showing your facility and stuff, and day in the life yeah. kind of stuff. But other than that, the dances we don't need. But. Yeah, was, yeah, I don't, yeah, a lot yeah, of them weren't yeah, showing yeah, off the exactly. facility. It was, it was more just trending dances. You're like, dude, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> oh God. Um. I had a couple like speed round kind of questions. Do you have any yeah. bigger ones, James, that you want to go first or should I uh, fire I away with that? I was going to ask that one that you just asked, but uh, no, yeah, I'll just go speed round. Okay. Um, so just shout out of the cannon. What are the odds that we can get you to match uh, head coach Don Vaughn's mustache game this season? <laughs> what? <laughs> any odds there? Uh, uh, I could try, but it's not nearly as good as Bonner. Bonner's mustache is unreal. Like it's, uh, it's powerful. I don't know how many people could rival it. Right. Like, yeah, no, yeah, that, that would sound like he's got, there's a bobblehead of him around campus. Like it went out a few years ago and even that mustache is better than mine. Like <laughs> we got to get this bobblehead. Okay. But if you guys so let's say you make a tourney run, I think you have to for the boys, <laughs> you, have to. you know, like you, you play off here. I'll rock a mustache if it helps us win, whatever it takes. If you guys are okay. coming out, I'll have a, I'll have a muzzy for this series. Oh, let's God, go. <laughs> yeah, we go, we go muzzies deep. Or, I mean, you get a little bit going there, but yeah. you really got it. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once I get, uh, yeah, I had a full, full, full thing going for the frozen four. So <laughs> looking, looking forward to that. Uh, do you I, want, I just want to go pregame okay. routine for you. We do ask the players all this, but never True. the coaches. What's your pregame routine? Yeah. If you have yeah, one. pregame routine. Uh, so it's, uh, usually, you know, get up, uh, kind of come to the ring, just finish up the video you got going. We, we have a pregame skate. I love getting out there with the boys for that. Just, you know, setting up some good one T passes and getting a rip around, get a little sweat in, mm-hmm. uh, do our uh, do our meetings, grab a quick bite, and then uh, usually uh, I, I get a dog actually at towards the end of the year, so a uh, big walk guy with him before it, and then I get to the rink probably like an hour and a half and before like everything starts going and uh, get a good workout in. That's my big thing. I gotta I gotta get a workout in before we uh, before we go. I gotta get a little tired so that I don't have a. Uh, too much energy <laughs> okay okay uh I, another quick question like do you ever get chirped at by the opposing team like they're the other bench bosses over there like you mentioned the rivalries but like anytime it's just like gotten you know a little chippy there between the two <laughs> from the other from the other guys yeah yeah uh no like more like you know more like some stairs like you'll get some you know some glares there, <laughs> there's some there's some there's some like big coaches in our league too so i don't oh, think yeah. i ever like you, you know you gotta be careful with who you're staring at and, uh-huh. uh that's where the mustache would help, I think, though, too. Yeah, a little intimidation, little intimidation factor. Yeah, I can get there. What about, uh, I saw your Twitter bio, and I get, this is all of Colgate, but uh, it has hashtag GoGate. Like, can we, can we yeah. workshop that at all? It's not bad, <laughs> but where do, what, what, if you had to make a hashtag to describe Colgate, what would it be? You put them on the spot. That's tough. Shout out of the Jeez. cannon. Go Gates. I don't know. You want, you want me to rebrand in, in 10 seconds? Just, yeah, quick. Or like Gates up, maybe. Gates up. The Gates ga- up. The gate ends here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, 
We could cut it out. They came up with uh, they came up with the one here that we've been using. They use Guardians of the Gate. That's not a bad. I like that a lot better. Yeah, that's yeah. You know that has a little reference for the kids out there. So the reason for that, I guess, so like obviously it's short, it's simple, right? So you don't have hashtag you know thirty seven letters. True. You know, on, on our rink, like, and I, I, it's one of my coolest things. So, right when you're leaving, like, the sign of our rink says, "Everywhere you go, go gate," and like, it's just like kind of like a, a reminder oh, okay. that, like, you represent your program. You represent, you know, every time you leave that building, you're not, you know, you're still a hockey player and you're still part of. It. So, I think that's why, like, okay. it connects to. Yeah, it's easier. It flows better. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that the history behind it. Yeah. Now, now, now I'm now, now I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I was a little fired up. I was like, what? <laughs> Who's the marketing be, guy? Just like, uh, go be gate. better is what you're telling me. <laughs> be yeah. better. Seriously. Well, all right. Now, I just had that little tough love that no, now we're past it. I'm glad we're <laughs> so, back. That's good. What about uh, like who's the uh, who's the glue guy in the locker room? Who's the you guys? You have a lot of young players you mentioned before, hmm. so it's got to just be you know kind of crazy. I you even said the TikToks. So or somebody's got to just be the funniest guy there. Funniest guy there. Um, we got some characters. I'd say I'm gonna throw a shout out to a guy that like uh, that holds things together and just like the boys love him, uh, Anthony Stark. I think like. He just, everybody rallies around that guy and he's just hysterical, like in his own little ways. And uh, yes, uh, and, and I have to mention his name's Tony Stark, right? So the Iron <laughs> yeah. Man, like, how good does that get? It's perfect. Guardians of the Gate, man. This is the whole, <laughs> <laughs> you're really yeah. coming full circle. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I want to, I just want to touch on captains. How do you choose captains? You know, what, um, what's a good role model for you guys? As a, as a captain, yeah, what do you want that, that, player? Uh, I think that's kind of evolved how our captain process goes. Like a lot of schools, yeah. and we were one that did it. Like you picked it in the fall, and you kind of you know, or picked it in the spring, and it rolled into the fall. And like we kind of let it evolve naturally, right? Like see how it goes in the fall, and then announce them right before our season. Like this year is super lucky, as we have you know two seniors that are returning, and both were captains. So yeah, uh, this this year is pretty easy. But I think just seeing uh, just seeing how things evolve. I mean, you want guys like. You know, you're going to have a couple captains and, and each guy's got their own role. Like some guys are that lead by example. You need a vocal guy. You need that social guy that can hold the boys together, you know, uh, off the ice. So um, at the end of the day, guys are just doing the right thing. And we're lucky we have such good guys in our program that, uh, you know, it, it falls into place and just letting it happen naturally. And I think more so giving guys some leadership opportunities as they're younger guys, like, hey, you're in charge of this or, you know, whatever it is to be little things to mm-hmm. see them evolve that leadership uh you know within their four years because i mean it's, it's really hard to be a, a leader just and when someone you know says hey you're, you're the captain right yeah that's true that's a good point yeah so i think evol- evolving those kids is something that we try to do a lot of just you know giving little things here and there so you see you know see them stumble see them make mistakes because i mean being leadership is no different than you know your slap shot it's a skill it's a it's a you know you got your techniques and you got to evolve them yeah i feel like that's what you're kind of trying to teach to all college players they're coming to college to to mature as yeah. well not just get better at hockey um, right yeah no that's interesting i had one uh this is totally changing the the tone of the pod but <laughs> a, a question from a player former player um ben sharf he said we got to talk about how you guys would just play you know games after after practice or whatever he says that you would make up rules and still lose can we can <laughs> yeah. we talk about that this is a, this is the story of my life when you're a winner when you just win everybody thinks like name great players and everyone says they cheat right so <laughs> True. That's okay. what I got to Ben. Ben, be a better winner and you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> just win, baby. That's all you got to do. That's it. Just <laughs> win. <laughs> I was qu- you were ready for that one, it seems <laughs> like. It's like it, it came up before. Okay. <sighs> I know, anytime I, I could hear it rolling off your tongue and I 
I know. I mean, I can just see Ben just like raising his hands and being all angry. Like it's just win. Ben, if you win, you don't have to worry. That's true. I mean, guard that gate, man. Oh, we're just gonna send that clip. <laughs> <to you. laughs> what about like? I mean, as a coach, like just shooting on the goalies and in, in, in practice and whatnot. Like, do you ever just sally hard in their face? I mean, like you played college <laughs> hockey, you can do it. Like, are you just competing oh, with yeah, the guys out there? Uh, yeah, that's that's like a highlight of my week being at Wednesdays is our goalie session. And like I that's like my work all for the day, like just getting out there and it can really put a damper on my week if I have a bad showing. And, um, it just hurts. You know, it's, but it's awesome. I think it's a time because we have other shooters out there and the goalies. It's just such a good time to connect with the guys. And uh, and, and yeah, and, you know, I mean, if, if they can't stop me, then we're, we, you know, so. Yeah, but yeah, you get you get that good one and our video coach films them all. So like, you know, you, oh, you, God. Keep, show, you keep showing them. <laughs> Save the tape. You're like, oh, it's going to look good on Insta. <laughs> It's going great. We're set. You know, we're having Alex Young on the pod. Is there any insight questions that we oh, should be right. asking him? Yeah, like we had player, we had Ben Scharf come in here, you know, give you a high hard one. Is there anything else we could hit <laughs> Alex Young with? Uh, Alex Young, what can we hit him with? Um, <laughs> no, no, nothing. I, I want to keep that guy's confidence high. I, 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 okay. I'll, I'll lay off him. I'll lay off him on the... Uh, on media I'll, I'll, we give it to him behind closed doors that's fair <laughs> don't worry i mean we're not going to take it easy on him either so <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> i'll let you guys do that sure. I, got, I got alex's back so yeah so you got to know that good answer yeah well we'll, we'll tell him that's i mean the players want to hear yeah. that's a good answer he's still gonna yeah, have to rebrand too. i can't i can't put him in a spot but i'll know next time i gotta put ben on the spot somewhere <laughs> there you go all right so a uh, question that we ask everybody you know what would you tell uh, we got a lot of young listeners out there like trying to make a D1 program or just make it to the next level in hockey. Like, what would your advice be to them? You know, as a coach, a different perspective, like what are you looking for? What do you think can help them achieve, you know, a high level of hockey? Yeah, I think first is, you know, just set yourself apart being, you know, really strong academically. Because if, if your grades dip fast, like then you lose a percentage of schools that are accessible to you, not just at the Division True. One level, but at the Division Three or uh, even club hockey, right? Like there's a lot of good hockey out there. So make sure you're taking care of the, the school side of things. Um, and then just, you know, what are you doing to be different than everybody else? Like, I think, you know, we all want the same thing, guys that can think guys that can skate, you know, the obvious things, but what are you really good at that? The guy next to you isn't like, do you have a bomb of a one T or, uh, you know, are, are you willing to, you know, have a good stick all the time and finish checks and you know, a good PK or like, cause those are the things like as every level that you climb, you got to find what separates you from the guy next to you because that gap of, you know, how good is somebody compared to somebody else, it gets smaller and smaller. So, um, you know, in their, you know, uh, development process, you know, make sure you're working on, uh, obviously the things that everyone wants to work on the things that you're not good at, but, you know, remember the things that you're really good at and keep working on those too. Cause I think sometimes we always focus on weaknesses, but I like to, you know, tell players to make sure they focus on the things that really make them who they are. I like that. Yeah. Whatever makes you stand out, get to yeah. the next level. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of kids and juniors are stressing and, you know, is some, is, are the, are scouts watching? Is anyone watching? And then it becomes a mental thing too. Um, right. um, I don't know. That's the biggest thing. I mean, you got to mentally, you know, it, it's a grind, right? The process, like it can, you can get yourself stuck in a rut where you feel like, uh, you know, this isn't going the way I need. And yeah. like mentally just <laughs> keeping yourself engaged and getting good people around you that are going to keep you, focused and uh, and you know and just have fun that's a bit if you're not having fun that's that's the that's half the battle right or more than it like you just got to have fun with the game and enjoy it and uh it's the best game in the world so make it that amen yeah especially college hockey now you can get paid to do tiktoks and then come into the <laughs> rink get it deep you know that's the dream honestly 
That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, do you have any other wrap up questions, James? I mean, we were mm-hmm. kind of already. At, I was going to ask, like, you know, what would you, what would your advice be? I don't know if we've already asked this, but like, what would your advice be to those who are looking to, you know, get into coaching for for any level of hockey? What would you say, oh, like, like you need to have for, as a mentality? Yeah, someone gave me this advice. Um, it was, uh, Dan Muse actually. He went to Stonehill and uh, he's with the, the national program, coaching the NHL. And he said, uh, you know, if you're going to do this, you got to do it. You got to be willing to be broke for at least five to six years. You got to be willing to, uh, you know, show people how hard you can work and how good you can be uh, without really, you know, any financial backing. And, you know, that like it's not easy. Like these jobs, like, I think from the outside sometimes are viewed as super glamorous and, and they are in my mind, like I'm, I have the best job in the world. And, uh, but it's, it's a lot, like it's a 24 seven thing and you've got to be able to have that mindset that, uh, you know, it's, it sometimes doesn't shut off, right? Like it's hard to find times to shut it off and you've got to be willing to have that, you know, go, go, go mentality. Cause it's, uh, when you're not somebody else is, and yeah. uh, if you're willing to work hard, you'll, you'll rise. Like that's, that's my advice is if you're willing to, you know, if all that that I said, sounds exciting then hockey coaching is for you and if all i said is i'm nervous then it's probably not for you yeah five to six years yeah that's a grind i mean we're kind of yeah. in a similar spot right now not no, making too much <laughs> you gotta just, <laughs> just love college hockey though yeah that's no exactly <laughs> no it's not never never a day work for us just fun so exactly oh, that's it, right? yeah no we're, we're lucky to be in our spot and i i think you are too and it's yeah no it's fun every day at the rink and you get to meet new players I mean, how often, this is one question I have for you, like for guys that do graduate, are you staying in touch with those guys after, um, after they graduate or how does that, how does that work for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm lucky that, you know, I, I think fostering the time while they're here, like that's my goal. Like I want guys that want to, you know, talk 10, 15 years after they graduate that I've worked with and, um, you know, they do a really good job keeping in touch. And so do I, I mean, we all know life gets busy and that's super important to me. Like, you know, talking to guys, especially the guys that are playing. Cause like when you're first year playing pro or something like it, it can be mentally debilitating, like going from being a, a stud guy with us to playing five, six minutes a night and just checking in, you know, watching their shifts every once in a while, giving some, giving some feedback, like, you know, uh, Bonner says it all the time. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And I think that that's super important to check in with guys that are playing or even guys that are in the working world. Like, you know, how's the job going? How's this? Cause you know, then that's how they start. They realize how good they had it when they were here and they, they always want to come back and come to games and getting guys involved. So I think it's a really important piece for me to, you know, and obviously it gets harder and harder each year because you got more and more, more and more guys that you've worked with. But I think it's, it's super essential to the longevity of your program is maintaining those trust and, you know, that trust and that relationship you have with guys. hundred percent. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's what sets apart, you know, the best programs is, you know, word of mouth. Like mm-hmm. this is our alumni. You know, we, we wish we had another four years, you know, yeah. The, yeah. the guys that we talk to that are in the NHL right now that love their experience. It's, that's what they talk about. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a good point. No, yeah. We're pumped. Um, do you have any more questions? I guess I'm pretty, I mean, we, we hit a I lot. Got, of I got these. one more. How, what can hit we expect em. from the Raiders next season? What, what's Ooh, going from Colgate? Yes. Mustache. Besides <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, a mustache on the weekend that you guys come out. Um, so I, I think it's, it's really, really exciting year for us. Um, you know, I, I think that we got to obviously take it one day at a time or prepare the same way we are. And, uh, but if we do that, I, I think we're all going to like where we end up towards the end of the year with the, the guys we have returning and, um, the guys we have coming in, it's, you know, having returning 82% of our scoring, like that's a really big thing for us. Yeah, that's um, big. And then, you know, having, uh, having three capable goalies that are in the net that can make a big difference in steel games for us. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how we'll play out in a full ECAC schedule. And, uh, 
uh, we'll be a fun team to watch. We'll, uh, we should have some, uh, some, some good wins for us this year. We're excited. Yeah. We're, we're fired up. We're going to give you guys the ECH bump. The whole, I mean, we're going to be, we're going to try to guard that gate with you. <laughs> Stop and, uh, saying it. Man. I love we're that new hashtag. You, I'm gonna have to get, we're going to have to get you a Guardians of the Gate t-shirt. <laughs> I'll wear it. I'll wear it on the pod. I guarantee you that. If, if that can make its way to the studio. Hey, if we can work I'm in, in, if you guys have old jerseys or something, we'd love to hang one up in the studio. That's done. Just uh, send send the address and we'll figure it out. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, we'll Let's get one hanging up here and promote uh, Colgate here so yeah get the Raiders going I mean you guys have some nice sweaters like it's it's you know not talked about enough I should know this say. I gotta double check is, it, is your schedule out is it available yes. to the public yet okay yep, we'll, it's uh it's out online on uh on social media as well okay so we'll look into that we'll reach back out to you um yeah we'll get there just uh we'll give you like a two weeks notice just so you can start growing the muzzy <laughs> and then, so it's it's something you know like it's not a last minute <laughs> so I have a chance yeah yeah and then we'll get going right. and you know see you guys fire it deep but yeah, this has been awesome, Dana. Really appreciate your time. You know, congrats on the on the promotion and just you know, Colgate hockey is uh, just coming. It's coming up right now. Like we're, we're seeing it five years in the new stadium. I mean, you guys were competitive as hell last year in a tough you know COVID year and uh, yeah. a young team on the rise. So we're excited to watch you guys this year. Yeah, no, thank, thanks for having me again. Thanks for all you do for college hockey and for the and for the players and you know promoting uh, what we love and what we do. So thanks. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, yeah, we'll be in touch. All right. Thank you. That was Dana Borges. And before we get to our interview here with Alex Young, you want to stick around for just a quick word from our sponsor at Endurafin. Yeah, you guys, if you guys just saw Borges there in the interview, he's jacked. But, you know, the only way to do that Great is looking to get, guy. Yeah, get some protein in you. Um, here's our new sponsor, Endurafin. Uh, very easy to use. What's the steps right here, Thelly? We got the swirl, fill, swirl again, shake, drink. I mean, mm-hmm. the protein comes in the bottle. It's very, just pour some water and milk. I like the milk personally, but they're both um, good. It tastes great. It's easy to break down in here and you put it in the backpack, easy to go. But uh, yeah, head to endurfin.com. Good, good prices for the protein, guys. I mean, you can't beat the pricing. And it's just all in one step. Like you don't have to add any scoops, you know, you just put some water, put some milk, shake her up. You know, what is it? The directions here. Swirl you don't fills. have to clean up the bottle. You can throw out the bottle when you're done with it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's easy way to go and it helps, mm. helps us get more pucks in deep and cover college hockey. Right. So why not go with it? Endurafin can't beat it. The number one protein in the game. It's in the NHL. It's in juniors. It's in college. I mean, first it was pucks in deep. Now it's protein in deep. I mean, you want to look like Dana Borges, you know what to do. Yeah. Right here. Endurafin. And uh, yeah, it's endurfin.com to go get it. Swipe up on our story. That's all Without I got further do. ado. It's and Alex Young. Bring it on. Welcome back to Pucks in Deep. Uh, Colgate era here. We just had on Dana Borges. Now, welcome onto the show. Leading scorer last year for the Raiders, number 21, Alex Young. Alex, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> We're chilling, man. Um, I mean, we do have to jump in. Dana kind of just three under the bus. Mm. Uh, we asked him, you know, anything, you know, that stands out about Alex Young. And he said... Uh, you know, this guy doesn't block a lot of pucks, only, <laughs> only, only seven eats last season. Uh, what, what do you have to say about that? He actually didn't say that. That's my question, but you know, uh, what, uh, what do you think about Dana? He just got the promotion yesterday. Uh, you know, any, any good words we can say about him? Um, I mean, just knowing him for this first year, he's been like just super involved in player development and, you know, like really cares about the players. And I think that's something that like I can appreciate for a coach, um, where you truly know that like he wants you to get better and wants you to grow as not only a player, but also a person. So I think that's a really good quality of his. Absolutely. What about, we were kind of joking with him that, you know, obviously Don Vaughn head coach there has maybe the meanest muzzy 
in college hockey. Oh, yeah. And we want we want, you know, Dana to to meet him there at the rim. But, uh, you know, it's coming there. What what about, uh, you know, just playing for coach Don Vaughn? Is he as intimidating as he looks with that stash? Vonner, yeah, his the stash, um, it, it makes him look a little scary, you know, almost kind of like thinking of like Landon McDonald. Um, I think he shaved it a couple of times this year, but, uh, you know, he's like, he can get a little mad at times. Um, this year he was pretty, pretty good, pretty tame. Um, and, uh, just like Dana, you know, he cares a lot about the players and developing them. So it was a uh, pretty good having him behind the bench this year. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Just, uh, you know, what's it like, like, campus, obviously, yeah. obviously you, you know, it was a quarantine year basically for your, your freshman year, but have you gotten a chance to, you know, enjoy campus a little bit more? Uh, are you excited for that aspect more your sophomore year here? Um, yeah, I mean, the campus uh, at Colgate is, is pretty nice. Um, I didn't get to experience it to uh, the full extent this year due to yeah. COVID and, you know, everything right. is locked down and couldn't really go uh, to most of the buildings and stuff like that. But um, looking forward to go next year and uh, be able to experience it fully. But um, it's a pretty small campus, so it's nice to be able to walk everywhere and then maybe just take a, a car and be able to get to somewhere in like less than two minutes mm-hmm. and the rink is only like a two minute walk from like the dorm room so uh it's also just like pretty got some pretty good architecture and a lot of history to it the school's 201 years old as of this year so uh Jeez. pretty cool that it's uh got some great history Oh yeah, I didn't even know that. Two hundred and one. It's a lot of pucks in deep, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of just high glass chips. Led you where you guys are today. I mean, what what? So we can kind of go back to what, what made you choose Colgate? You know, coming out of the AJ there. I'm sure. I mean, you lit up the AJ for like three seasons. You know, what were you were you thinking other major juniors? Were you thinking other college programs? Or like what you know stood out to you about the Colgate there? Um. Yeah. So. I guess before junior, I got drafted to the Everett Silvertip. And then, so visited their camp when I was 15. And then just, uh, you know, had a good experience there and stuff. And then had some interest from them and was also interested in playing in the WHL. And then just also having my older brother who was already playing for Canmore in the AJHL for one season and have, watching him play there. And then also getting exposed to the college route, playing in CAA. Um, just kind of weighing the, the benefits of each route um, and then ultimately felt just going NCAA would be just better for my own personal development, feeling that I would kind of be, you know, hitting my stride or developing later around like 22 years old and stuff, like kind of how I am right now mm-hmm. um, and having that good junior career to get a scholarship and then be able to go and be recruited to, you know, different schools and then talking to different schools. Um, when I visited Colgate, just the university and the campus was something that stood out to me and just the, the welcoming of the coaches and the staff and kind of everyone on campus just made me feel like, you know, it went, once I go there, it's going to be like, as if I was, I've been there for 10 years already, There's the way that they treat, uh, their new students and the new players and, uh, coming in and with my older brother as well, being able to join me there, just having kind of like a family aspect and the small That's sense, sick. like family uh caringness of college um i think that was something that drew me drew me to there okay that's awesome and yeah. your younger brother kyle right now is he still playing for canmore as well yeah he's on the eagles right now unfortunately the season didn't he didn't get to have much of a season last year it got canceled so i think he got two games in only which is unfortunate uh, but 
he'll be back there again next year. That's tough. Is there any chance he's going to, you know, become the next uh, hashtag go gate or guardians of the gate? <laughs> you guys get the full line going? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how good he, he does in uh, Canmore. But um, if okay. he can, then that'd be pretty amazing. I think. I think if he would come, I don't know if uh, my older brother would be graduated or not. So I don't know if uh, we'd be able to have all three of us there at the same time. But true. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty unreal. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, Dana, get on it. Get on. <laughs> get on that recruiting trail. <laughs> Hit up the boys. Just a young line. That yeah. would be sick. Oh yeah. What about, I mean, just playing, I mean, I don't know if there's any other current college brother tandems. I can't think of it off the top of my head. For three of them? Yeah. I mean, with three, is there, is there two on the same team right now? Uh, Currently in college hockey? I don't know. Like, what's it like? Just like you mentioned, you know, especially in a COVID year where at least you have some familiarity coming into a you know system like that, or I'm sure you kind of knew about Colgate and their systems that they were playing before you even came to the team. Like how helpful was that having them there, but also like, you know, maybe you can push them around a little bit or let off some steam if he's, you know, you're getting frustrated at practice. Just like, what was that whole experience like? Um, well, yeah, having just my brother there, it was, uh, pretty helpful. I mean, the summer before, um, like just having him train with me and stuff. And he was, we were doing some of the workouts that he would do when he was down at school and he would be showing go. me like some of the systems and stuff. And then our team would just meet over zoom, uh, over the summer yeah. just to kind of get to know each other and, um, so that would be like, get to know each other better. And then just having, uh, Colton down there with me during COVID and where you're not really able to, uh, go like experience the campus as much like on your own, just having him there to show me around. I think it kind of, it eased me into it and made me less nervous, uh, going in there for my first year. Right. That's yeah, huge. And you guys are on the same line too, right? Yeah. We played together the entire year actually. Good lord, that that's is sick. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cami's got to be just unreal there. So <laughs> nothing but backdoor tap. I, I did notice that he's rocking the bubble, and you got the cage. What's what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he he switched. He started off with the cage, and then halfway halfway wow. through the season, he switched to the bubble. Um, I, I've never worn a bubble, up, but uh, I was also considering switching. He says it's uh it's a lot better. I was just concerned about the fog. If you're you know it's been fogged up a little bit, but he uh, says it doesn't really happen too often. But um, I think uh, I'll stick with the cage. I'm used to it by now. So oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think it worked out for you. Well, I, I was like, <laughs> maybe it's just to distinguish them from yeah, each other. Know. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can't rock the cage too. Like, <laughs> especially you're lighting it up early in the year. Like he's like, I got I got to switch something up. Yeah, to catch up. But no, yeah, I think uh, no coach talked on and you guys playing just the same three other teams. You know, all season. How excited are you to play these new schools that you haven't got a chance to go play at yet? Right. Oh yeah, I'm really excited to play against. Uh, new teams just getting sick of Clarkson, St. Lawrence, and Quinnipiac. Um, <laughs> yeah. getting, I'm pretty excited to go into some new barns and uh, be able to see I was talking to my brother about kind of which rinks he goes to, which ones are his favorites, which ones are pretty nice, which ones are he hates or doesn't yeah. think is very nice. So looking forward to uh, go to Harvard, I think. That one will be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just having uh, playing against like just the entire league and yeah. getting more exposure to just, I guess, the entire NCAA compared to just a small sample of it. So right. I think it'll be pretty good next year. Yeah. Plus just getting fans back in there. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys played with, without fans the entire season. Like how pumped are you to see, you know, that place, you know, filled up? It's a beautiful rink. I think it's only been there five years. We we're talking to Dana. Yeah. Like how, how excited are you for yeah. home games? You know, get the band going, get some students in there. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, 
you after a while playing without fans, like you don't really notice it. But at the start, mm-hmm. you're just like, wow, it's so dead in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you can just go into to other teams' ranks, like playing Clarkson, where like you don't, you've never been there before. It's just quiet. And then everyone else is like, this is like so much different because usually they've got their band playing and stuff, and their fans are going crazy. And uh, I'm excited to play Cornell because when they throw toothpaste on the ice when we play them, <laughs> um, I think that'll be a pretty good experience. That is awesome. That was one of our questions later. Um, yeah, what's what is your go-to toothpaste? Are you a Colgate guy or you know, Crest? Maybe I'm an Aquafresh man, but hey, I, I could switch it up here. Yeah. Like, do you have to be rep- representing Colgate through and through? Uh, I I would use Crest before, but now I've been nah, going okay. using Colgate. <laughs> you I, have I, got, a I gotta use Colgate. <laughs> yeah. It, otherwise, they're like Get the hell out that's of all here. that's in the locker room. Yeah. So there's no Crest. In the yeah. You go to the yeah. hotels. Just, roll, um, use Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> Always represent. I didn't know like Cornell did that. That's uh, awesome. That's funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I mean, like I did notice that, I mean, it has to be getting chippy. Like you guys played Quinnipiac, St. Lawrence, and what was the other one? Um, I mean, just say, the same three teams. Clarkson. Clarkson, Clarkson yeah. the, entire, the entire season. And then I noticed at the end of the year, you got a game misconduct. <laughs> I mean, walk me through that. Did you drop the mitts or what happened there? No, it was, uh, um, so... It was like a little bit of a retaliatory penalty. Okay. Um, I got like, it was four on four. And then I was kind of like in the slot and got cross checked down kind of in the back. And I was a little angry about that. Um, and then their D man had the puck wheeling behind the net. And so I was just, I had a bunch of speed coming from the slot and then <laughs> was going to catch him right as he turned around the post. And he, uh, he kind of spun around and did a reverse behind the net. And I hit him while he was turning and ah. he went straight. Uh, into the boards. Slept and tough it was unfortunate. I mean, I yeah, <laughs> definitely didn't mean to hit him from behind. It just was a, a bad timing of the hit. No, it's his fault. Is what it is, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, I heard, you know, Stripes, uh, he had it out for you. Yeah, too. that's true. So, just <laughs> all-around tough go. But I, I wanted to know about that. <laughs> Otherwise, like, no penalty minutes for you. You know, I, could we see you drop the mitts? Or, like, what what is your thinking about fighting in college hockey? Uh, we're asking every podcast that we have, you know, because we just want to see more... <laughs> more fans in the stands and we think if players are willing to take off their helmets and drop the mitts like in you know the pros or in juniors mm-hmm. that could happen would you be interested in that um <laughs> I mean potentially because I think okay. like just having those fights like it gets rid of kind of some dangerous like splashing or yeah exactly like conspiring Police or the game like that because guys can like they're not going to fight so if they're kind of like angry or like trying to get back to the player then they resort to using sticks i think mm-hmm. um but i mean like me personally i'm not much of a fighter i don't think i've ever right. had a real fight like helmets off gloves on the ice <laughs> at least not in a game uh just just with my brother uh <laughs> at the house in the basement <laughs> but, yeah, there you um, go some locker uh, boxing. yeah i think um it, it'd be it'd be a toss-up i mean there's definitely some some good arguments for it and some against it but yeah i think it maybe could have could have its place i think it protects the game somewhat but uh yeah. obviously like you know coach said and other people have said the liability issue with the ncaa <laughs> and stuff but i mean i don't think there'd be one kid on campus that wouldn't want to go to the game having a little fun before the game you go there could be a fight that breaks out like right especially rivalry games yeah, like exactly. you're going yeah. to cornell like you're gonna get cornell fired up with fans just in your ear all game can you imagine skating to the box no helmet no no gloves on and throwing toothpaste at you like, that would be- <laughs> <laughs> That's the Instagram picture right there. Yeah, get rivalries going. Just whatever you got to do to sell tickets. Like, exactly. No, no, it'll go be to good work. to have fans back in the building this year. And, you know, for the ECAC, there is a lot of, you know, everyone's pretty close to each other. So the rivalries are that much 
uh, stronger, I feel like. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited to get fans back in the building, watch you guys go. But um, I mean, what would you say about just, you know, the ECAC? Not that it's, you know, the least talked about conference, but it is underrated and just like sneaky. It's there's grit and there's talent too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unlike, you know, said Foxy win the Norris yesterday. So. Right, like Adam Fox from Harvard winning the Norris. I mean, there's there's talented yeah. guys on every squad. I mean, like, what do you what do you think brings that kind of that hybrid level of hockey? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you love about the ECAC? Um, I mean, just just from playing three teams, I guess it's kind of hard to say. Like, that's true. Answer, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, what have you heard it, about it? It <laughs> kind of varies from team to team. Like each team, you've got your own different play style, and there's teams that you you know they kind of they're chippy, they're pretty solid defensively, and then. Um, their goals they score by just going hard to the net and then like burying a rebound or something like that. Um, but on every team, you've definitely got like your skilled players that are like, so like just studs and like they have a lot of talent and they can score a couple goals on their own. And then, um, there's just the guys that are like, like super hard to play against and they're so solid and so good defensively. Um, I think, uh, it's definitely a wide range of abilities. But I think uh, the skill is definitely, like, in every other conference, like, there's the skill to match other conferences like the NTHC or the mm-hmm. Hockey East. So I think just the uh, extra grit, it makes it a little harder to uh, have that skill shine through. Uh, yeah, like, you guys can, you know, win games in any kind of way, which is, like, the most dangerous. Pucks in deep. And pucks in deep, especially. We're waiting for you to yeah, say pucks exactly. in deep, so if you want to <laughs> sprinkle that in later, feel free. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. Well, oh, yeah, I mean... Uh, last year or the 2020 draft, like what was it like, oh, yeah, you know, to hear your name drafted by the San Jose Sharks? Congratulations, by the way. We should have thrown <laughs> that in way earlier, but you. you know, how awesome was that experience for you? Like, where were you when when you found that out? Um, it's actually it's actually a good story. Um, Let's go. So I was just watching. I was in like in school, but doing classes online. Mm-hmm. So I was just in my dorm room uh, <laughs> on my grinding. on my laptop doing having like a Zoom on one tab and then the draft. The list going on on another tab. There you go. And then uh, just like watching through the rounds, waiting, hoping my name would get called. Um, and then had to go to the rink for practice. And at that point, it was kind of like sixth round. Uh, and then I was just getting dressed. And then seventh round comes around and time to go on the ice. So but, uh, it was still kind of earlier before the season had started. So we were in split groups. Half the team had just practiced and they were in the visitor's dressing room. Yeah. And so then the other half, I was in the second group. We were in the home dressing room and we were just heading onto the ice. We had done about like two warm up drills and we were doing a stretch around the circle. And, uh, all of a sudden I just hear like a bunch of noise coming from the, the visitor's bench. And I see everybody that was just on the ice, like piling onto the bench and they're all screaming and they're like banging sticks on the boards. <laughs> and I was boys. like pretty sure I knew what they were making, what they were cheering for. But I wasn't too sure. And then everyone was just like, yeah, younger, let's go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, all the guys in the ice like, came and celebrated as if I just scored like an overtime winner. <laughs> and uh, they awesome. made me do a hot lap. <laughs> and then I, I, I was like, I was like, I didn't know which team had picked me. So then I was like, who, like, what team was it? And I was like, oh, it was San Jose. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. You're like that works. It's a team. That's a great story, man. Congrats. That, that was, <laughs> that's one you'll, you know, remember for the rest of your life, though. So. Yeah, best, best pracky oh, ever, yeah. or best separated <laughs> practice possible. You know, just buzzing out there. That is sick. Were you like? Oh, you got drafted by the Wild. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just said they're like Sabers. Oh, <laughs> <son of a. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, not not bad, San Jose. There, we we've interviewed a couple. We got uh, yeah, we got a few sharks coming on. We got Reedy coming on too eventually here, and true, yeah, Asia Bordaloo and yeah, Leno Ferraro out there. Yeah, just yeah, young team. That's awesome to go to. Were you hoping to go to a Canada team? You know, being being from you're from Alberta, correct? Yeah, I'm from Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, were you were you hoping to go to? Were you a Flames fan growing up, or like what you know, what team were you cheering cheering for as a kid? Uh, yeah, I was a big Flames fan. Um, my favorite player growing up was Joe McGinley. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Iggy. yeah, I mean, I don't think it really made much of a difference to me. If, uh, if I would have got drafted to the Flames, I think that would have been like, like pretty unreal, almost too good to be true. <laughs> um, but just, I think, cause I probably spoke with San Jose, uh, the most leading up to the draft. So that was the team I kind of expected yeah, to man. go to. Um, so I'm, I think I'm pretty happy with that, and uh, uh, it'll be nice to go visit San Jose um, a little bit better than maybe like Winnipeg in the middle of winter. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Showing on the beach, a little better hockey out there. No yeah. man, yeah, you're set. No, it's huge. And plus, I mean, it's good for Colgate too. You got a draft pick on the roster, and uh, I think that just helps with recruiting too. Just getting people yeah. there, like. I bet I bet coaches were selling yeah, even harder. Yeah, coaches, let's go. <laughs> like that's huge for recruiting. Let's yeah. get it. Finally. <laughs> what about uh I mean, like what got you into hockey? I mean, your your brothers all play hockey. Um, is it just in the family? Like your dad just lace up the skates when you're like one? Like what you know, what got you started? Yeah, my dad played hockey, um, and then he just got all of us on the ice and we were skating by the time we were like three years old. There was just like a a frozen pond um back where we lived and he would take uh colton out with me when like he was probably three years old and i was one and he would just kind of i would be having shoes on and he'd kind of be holding me and pushing me down the ice and then uh, just got me in like learning to skate um from a very young age and he kind of would be coaching me all the way up until kind of like adam and Wee age so uh my dad and my mom as well. We're just huge in getting us on ice and getting us into the game. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what you got to do in Canada. Start that's just what it. Yeah, like you come out of the womb. And they're like, all right. So what? What, what color laces does he want? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're sizing you up for skates right away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what. What, what, what you got to do? You know, screw yeah. basketball. We like, have it here in Minnesota up. too, but I think more so in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know how to do it right there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Let's, let's get into some speed round. Yeah, question, should let's we? rock a quick speed round. Um, you know, what about like what's your pregame rituals? What gets you fired up? I mean, you probably had to get it down to a T with no fans in the building. But like, what are you doing to get ready? You know, are you like, are you very superstitious or like what's your routine like? Um, it's not like a whole lot, I guess. Uh, just one thing is, um, I'll watch a couple of YouTube videos that I've got like the three same ones. There's like a if you know the Highlight Factory on YouTube. Oh yeah, they've got a Patrick Kane highlight video and then Pavel Datsuk. Oh yeah, um, and then I, and then I listen to uh, "You Make Me" by Avicii. Those okay. are my three go-to. So that's before I even get to the rink, and then just when I get to the rink, it's um, you know the classic taper sticks, go for a stretch, and then uh, put on you know the right skate for left skate, right elbow pad for left elbow pad, and that's pretty much it. What about, uh, you know, coming to the rink? Like, who's got the best style on the team? Who stands Ooh. out on Colgate there? I think oh, I think probably Ross Mitten. Ross he's Mitten. He's got some, some pretty good clothes. Uh, yeah, he's always looking pretty fresh. Good suit game. What about on the ice? <laughs> on the ice? It's tough because everyone's uh, wearing the same. Definitely not me. I go, with, uh, <laughs> I go with the skate flop, tongues out. Yeah, that's um, classical. Why not? 
on the ice, I would have to say probably uh, Levi Glazeman. Okay, Levi. Got, uh, some good sock tape, good uh, good sock tape. <laughs> 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 Can't go wrong with What about uh, you know? Cage hearing as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not to pick on you, like we did mention, you know, only seven blocks this season. We like to see like creep up towards twenty. Mm. But who, <laughs> for a forward, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. But uh, uh, who do you think eats the most pucks on, on the on the team there? Who's who's the guy just PKing like a champ? Um. Well, there's there's a lot of PK guys. I think uh, our captain last year, Paul McAvoy. He's uh he's gonna be coming back next next year, which is pretty exciting. But okay. he's always the go to guy in the, the PK. Okay. Um, always eats pucks and can clear the puck very well. He actually had a hat trick at the beginning of the year, and I think one or two of his goals were shorthanded. Um, yeah, so that was pretty, pretty exciting champ. for him. Uh, and then probably uh, defenseman. Um, he didn't play a lot this year, but Liam Watson Braun, I thought uh, he played one game and then he had some uh, hip surgery and was out for after Christmas, but he uh, was pretty good in our own zone and on the PK. Okay. Just bugs. a gritty guy. Yeah. Who, what about just the guy who gets it deep the most? I mean, you're more of a skilled forward, so maybe he, he carries it in. Yeah. Yeah, you carry it in, or maybe maybe you can just you know shit on your brother and say it's Colton. But who gets the most pucks deep? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, um, Colton definitely tries to go wide on some guys' knees and put it deep a little more. But uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I would say um, maybe Arnaud Vachon. Okay. Um, he's just a a big, a big solid guy and. Um, if he if you're going into the corner against him, like you're gonna have to be ready, or else you're gonna get run over. I love it. <laughs> Just a no nonsense guy. Let's let's go to the locker room here. Um, funniest guy in the team. Uh guy just left. Um, I I only know him by his nickname, but uh, <laughs> Nick Austin. His nickname's Bicko. Okay, Pico. So somebody's gonna have to fill those shoes. Yeah, it's gotta be you, I guess. I mean, yeah. Well, we'll yeah. <laughs> what about uh, music in the locker room? Who 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 doesn't touch the ox? Who can't? Who shouldn't touch the ox? Yeah, that's always. Who's got the worst um, music? Just the worst. Not music. touching the ox is probably uh, Elliot McDermott. I don't <laughs> think that guy uh, doesn't have the best tunes. <laughs> what is he? Is he just blasting like old folk tunes or what? <laughs> He's blasting like. Uh, uh, just like some punk rock or something. Like it's good sometimes, but um, yeah. and then a lot of Eminem as well. <laughs> just too much Eminem. Eminem. Jake Cole. <laughs> Jake Cole. Just hit or miss. No Avicii from this guy. That's uh, tough. I did hit, put Dana on the spot. Um, I noticed you didn't have it in your Twitter bio either, but like the hashtag that Colgate University is going with is hashtag go gate. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Could we could we workshop it and make <laughs> it better? Like Dana had a couple options, but I'm gonna let you take it from the cuff. What do, What do you think? Uh, well, I, it's got like a good ring to it. It's uh, it, like it's the, catchy. We'll start with G, I guess. So that's not bad. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure what we would be able to switch it to or improve on it. Maybe like, like I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to make something with gate or full gate. I mean, just say like. What about like teeth or something like that? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Some like fresh teeth, Colgate. Fresh teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's different. Yeah, jibs. That could work. What, what <laughs> they said Guardian of the Gate. Was that yeah, he had. He said there was another one the school had was Guardian Guardians of the Gate, which I thought was decent. That's yeah. not bad. Or I was thinking Gates Up. Gates. You know, <laughs> the gate stops. Gates closed. Okay. <laughs> you know, you could do something, but go yeah. Gate. I was just like, you know, it's kind of just like. Hashtag be better. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's tough. I think I think uh, I think Golgate works because it's like um, it kind of like sounds like Colgate, as in like Golgate. Okay. Um, so That's true. Similar to that in that way. Okay, fair. So we're standing by it. All right, we're <laughs> we're Raiders first podcast here, so we're we're gonna accept that answer. Um, <laughs> what about like your favorite memory from your freshman year there at Colgate? You know what what was the best part about playing college hockey last year? Um, probably I think we had a really good group of guys this year, and um, just because the nature of the season and uh, COVID and everything, we got to spend a lot of time with each other and practice a lot. So I think just being around the guys and hanging out with them at the rink on campus and going to away games and stuff, being on the bus. Um, everybody was, you know, having a pretty good time and a lot of laughs in the dressing room and a lot of chirps and stuff. So uh, just being <laughs> with the guys going. a whole lot and, yeah, having a lot of fun with them. There you go. Yeah, just, you know, the boys can get you through some tough times. Oh, yeah. Get some dubs along the way. Nothing, nothing like it. Nothing wrong with that. But before we let you go, uh, Alex, here, we do want to ask you just for... Um, advice to give to the younger kids, you know, in juniors and high school, whatever it may be, you know, what advice are you giving um, to them to make it to that division one level? Um, I think just not to focus on like whether you're, you know, putting up points or like having success right now. I mean, like it's good if you are like you and you should be striving to, to be producing and, you know, playing your best and mm-hmm. trying to be in like the top line and everything. But I think uh, the number one thing is just to work on your own game and develop because, like in like four or five years what you did in junior and what you did in you know even college it's not going to matter uh when you're like 27 28 years old and you're trying to play in the nhl or play pro anywhere else so just sticking on your working on your own game and improving yourself instead of focusing on you know how you're doing right now just looking into the future it's kind of hard to do that and i know myself like i think everyone does that you know you look at you know, your points in junior or your points and stuff in college. And uh, you can kind of get caught up in that. Um, it's kind of hard to kind of look past that and think of, you know, how much you're just improving on your own game and becoming a better player. Yeah, no, I for sure. I agree. That's yeah. good, good advice, though, man. People get caught up in dumb stats like block shots, you know. I just I got to <laughs> yeah. stop it. Yeah. yeah. Mainly me. It's hard <laughs> to block shots when you're in the offensive zone. So. That's, that's, oh, true. that's true. There, yeah. Damn. It's hard to block shots yeah, you're scoring you can't, goals. You can't so. shot when the puck's in deep all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, well played. Well played. All right. And you got that. That's what I'm, We're going to end on that because that's amazing. I do want to ask. Oh, okay. You guys got to get a third jersey in there. Get some black Jays going or something. That would be sick. Yeah. Can we work on that? Yeah. We need a third jersey from Yeah. Colgate. There was a third jersey. I think it was last year for the school 200th anniversary. Ah, it damn. We missed cool. it. it had like a, a golden seat. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wait. I did see that. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Still. But it wasn't black. Yeah. No, you want a black J. A black alternate would be sick. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Or even cream. Cool. Yeah. I we'll workshop. Maybe a little ECH like hashtag on the back. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> oh, I think uh, Coach is sending us one though for the stalls back here. We gotta get a cool yeah, jersey. We'll be repping repping some Raiders gear real quick. Hopefully number twenty one. We'll take what we get. Right. Yeah. Signed, know? yeah. No, that'd be cool. Yeah, signed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask him what 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 are your oh, thoughts yeah. on, you know, being able to possibly get paid to play college hockey here? What's uh, that news broke of the NCAA yesterday? Uh, how's it feel to be a D1 player that can, you know, maybe make some money while doing it? Um, I think it's exciting, definitely. Uh, you know, good to be um, just in this in this position while this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll see, like, what's going on with hockey. I know it'll be probably pretty huge for NCAA, like, football and basketball. Like, yeah. those guys get uh, a lot of views and stuff like that and a lot of following and can get some big sponsorships. But 
uh, it'll be pretty good just even to be able to you know, like monetize like a social media page or mm-hmm. like give a, a lesson or something like that. Um, it'll be pretty sure. good just to have that the extra ability to make money. For sure. Yeah. Don't, don't sleep on college hockey. We'll get, we'll get yeah. you guys paid one way or another. <laughs> we'll figure through, it out. Through Endurofin yeah. here or, you know, just, uh, through Pucks and D podcast, man. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Like, these views pay off. We, we got you. Cause that's, I mean, it's all about like, it, this should have happened so long ago yeah, for players. Like, yeah. you know, you guys give so yeah. much and obviously you're there to have an education too. But I mean, that doesn't pay for the sacrifices that you, yeah, you're going through. They all, they all deserve it. Like yeah. Coach was saying, so. Why not let them get paid? So right. just happy for all the players and, uh, yeah, hopefully sooner or later, you know, or hopefully you get paid during your time there. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just happy to see it. But yeah, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, this, this has been awesome, Alex. And, uh, you know, we're we're going to give you the ECH bump. Uh, look what it did for Dana. He got promoted yesterday. You know, <laughs> things are things are happening quick. So, you know, we could see the Hobie watch again. So we're rooting for you. We're rooting for the Raiders and uh, go Gate, man. Yeah, we'll I be think. watching this year, man. Yeah. Tear it up, tear it up. Yeah, I appreciate it. has it taken away by Camp Poli. Left point for Taylor. Taylor swarmed to take away Alex Young. Young's got a breakaway. Coming in, shoots, and he scores! Comes Young. Scores the goal Friday. Lost control. The puck gets it back. Step to the back end of the score. Alex Young with the back end of the score. Cross ice. Young inside, outside. Young. Young, young, dangles, and shoots, and he scores! I've been, I've been